Let's talk about microdosing. You know that feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you've relaxed, you're focused, and a little energized? It feels just right, like you're in the zone. Well, microdose can help you not only get into that zone easier, but stay there longer. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I absolutely love how helpful these gummies are. For me, half a microdose gummy during the day helps me really stay centered and really fresh as I get everything done on my list. And they really help me relax in the evenings as well and just be present and in the moment instead of worrying about things from the day or what I have to do tomorrow. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code MinaAF for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MINAAF. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk, and this is Mina AF, where I answer all of your questions and you can ask me anything. Can we talk about money? Can you still breastfeed with implants? You're both boss moms, and I'd love to know the story of how you met. Literally anything any of you want to hear. Listen as we build a community and get to know each other better. Hey guys, uh, welcome to Mina AF. Hope you had a good Monday. Today, I'm just going to answer some questions from the box because we're starting to get some good momentum there. So again, if you guys have you know, a funny short story, a question, the awkward thing, the weird thing, the rude thing, leave it in the message box. You don't even have to say your name if you don't want to. If you don't want your voice to be heard, we can also read your question for you. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to chat with some of you that left messages. So I have copies of them. But they're they printed really tiny. I'm holding them up to Megan. And I purposely didn't actually read them. I just wanted to know the people's names because I like to I like to like fly by the seat of my pants. So up first, we have Lacey. Hey Mina, my name's Lacey. Love your podcast. I actually listen to it when I'm pushing my kids in the stroller. <laughs> I have two kids super close together as well, boy and a girl. My question for you is, is there anything in particular that you use as motivation or any tips that you might have on making those 5.30 a.m. workouts a consistent part of your routine? I'm working on losing the baby weight after number two, and I feel like I'll do really well for a few weeks and then we'll hit a busy season of life where the kids get sick. Um, I'm an RN. I'm also in grad school. So as somebody who totally understands a busy life and a busy schedule and having little kids in the midst of all that. Just wondering if there's anything in particular that you use to motivate yourself to show up for those 5.30 a.m. workouts. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Love the podcast. Appreciate your honesty. It's literally my favorite thing in the world. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you appreciate that, Lacey. First of all, it sounds like you have your plate like overfilled. So want you to give yourself a little bit of grace there. But I think what you're saying totally makes sense. I still even have those phases. I'm in busy season right now. Um, and my busy season actually involves a lot of physical movement, moving furniture, uh, staging, moving, installing cabinets. So oh, 
while I will skip my workout in the mornings, I'm definitely getting some um, significant physical activity throughout the day. And while it sounds like you're probably on your feet a lot, not quite as much like lifting and installing cabinets, maybe patience. Um, but give yourself some wiggle room there. Try to stay consistent um, because it's when you fall out of that regular habit where it gets really hard to redevelop it. But I think, uh, so this is something Steve tells me all the time, preaches to the people um, who are on Hawk Fit with him, is really try to go by like the 80-20 rule. Because a lot of people are like, I'll be good, you know, during the week and then, you know, fall off the wagon Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But that ends up being, that's three out of four days. So it's almost half your week. So if you can try to, let's say, um, you know, you you didn't get your workout in because you were so dang tired, try to really focus on the nutrition part for that day at least. Um, days where I have literally not stopped moving my body for 18 hours, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to have some pizza for dinner because I burned those calories and that sounds yummy. Even if I hadn't burned the calories, every once in a while, give yourself some pizza. But I think it's when you really, really try to hold yourself to that standard of perfection, that's where failure, the only, if the goal is perfection, literally everything else is failure. Whereas if the goal is each day to move your body, to feel like you've accomplished something, to feel like you didn't, you know, when I eat crap, like I feel like crap and sometimes I'm okay with that. But let go of perfection. That is my motivation. So if I miss it one day, it's not like, well, you know, my perfect week's already screwed. I'm not going to do anything else the rest of the week. You just start over. And a lot of people say, okay, I'll start tomorrow. No, just start now. Okay, I ate a piece of cake or I missed my weightlifting for this day. Like start right now. Okay, you know what I could do? I could stand here and I could do 50 squats and it's going to make me feel better about myself. I think that's what's really important. It's not so much, you know, that you've checked the box, that you did this or you ate this. So just feel good. Um, So maybe I guess my suggestion is reframing the context of what you see as like failure and success and how much room there is in between. Because it sounds like you're doing a lot of things really, really well. And if you're listening to my podcast while you're walking with your children, you are multitasking and getting exercise while you're enjoying the entertainment. So kudos to you there. But big picture, I think what I use as motivation, more so something that I've adopted from my husband, is if I'm not doing it for myself, what's something that I view as more important than myself that I can do it for, which is people's kids a lot of time. And, you know, you see people, you see shows, My 600-Pound Life, whatever it is, where these people have kids and they can't run and play with them. They can't get off their bed, let alone throw a ball with their kid. So staying healthy, staying limber. Um, I just saw this amazing video of like a 91-year-old lady doing everything. She was like doing yoga and she was gardening. And if you keep your body moving, it will keep moving. So keeping that in mind, big picture, you know, how do I want to be for my kids? What example do I want to set for my kids? And again, even there, it's not perfection. It's, you know, aim aim for the, what's the cheesy saying? You know, aim for the stars, hit the moon or whatever it is backwards. Um, so if you can't do it for yourself, do it for them. And anyone else that's listening, like figure out what your motivation is. And even if it's something as trivial as, you know, I want to feel good in my body and once I do, I'm going to go skiing in Aspen or I'm going to whatever, like, it, you know, set a goal for yourself and give yourself like actual measurable markers to get to that goal. So breaking it down, revisiting what success looks like, 
Um, and then just figuring out for you what is that motivating factor. Because um, it's going to be different for everyone. Mine aren't going to be the same as yours are. And I could ramble about that much longer. But I feel like, you know, I feel like hopefully that was helpful. So we're going to go on to Amber. She has our next question. What you got to say? Hey, Mina. Uh, my name is Amber from Oklahoma. I'm a huge fan of your show and you as a person. And I've loved listening to your podcast. I was wondering, this is going to be kind of a cliche question, but I was genuinely curious if you could go back and give yourself some advice from five or six years ago, what would you tell yourself? I think it'd be really interesting to hear seeing how much you've grown throughout your time on the show. And I would just love to hear your thoughts. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to listen to your next podcast. Oh, Amber, we could have a whole series of episodes about (laughs) that question. Um, And I've thought about it a little bit because I've been asked it before. And, you know, the first, I think, my natural inclination my whole life has been like, I wouldn't change anything because then I wouldn't be who I am today. But changing anything isn't an option. So I feel like that's just an easy kind of get out of jail free card. I think there are a lot of things. um, But there's so many different buckets like business, personally, friendship-wise, that even if someone had told me five years ago – You just kind of have to learn on your own. I think a lot of stuff, you got to make your own mistakes. For most people, it seems that way. You know, I tried to teach my sister all my college mistakes before she went and she still learned them herself all again. You just got to do that. But business-wise, I think I would have tried to figure out the finances to help me be better than I was earlier. Because growing a small business, growing it so quickly, um, having a lot of friends and family involved in setting it up, which was, I mean, was priceless at the time. Um, But we were all doing the best we knew how to do. And there are a lot of people who do what we were trying to do the best or better. Um, And really being able to put a value on, I can set this amount of money aside for someone else to really help me who, um, who's an expert in this. And again, that's hard to say looking back because there was no budget for that. Um, and if you guys listened to my episode with Roberta, who was my business consultant slash therapist for six months, when I finally invested in that, it was life-changing not only for my business, but my you know personal relationships and everything just because it, A, helped me see myself a little more clearly, um, but also have more confidence in what I was doing. So I think just getting more help from the outside, specialized help um, earlier, I would have definitely tried to do. And even in the last like handful of years, as I'm getting older, uh, my kids are almost three and five now. And while I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, I still don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I love working. I love what I'm doing. I really want to take more opportunities with them while they're young and want to hang out with me because they're not going to want to pretty soon. This is the last summer coming up before they'll both be in school full-time. And this is the first summer where I've always kind of been like, quote unquote, self-employed. There's a lot of people that care what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, and how I'm doing it. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, and you can fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. 
Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. With delicious options from breakfast to dessert, you can stay fueled all day long with easy and nutritious options. Plus, with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, Factor meals are a real treat. I love the convenience and the variation of Factor's different meal preferences. Whether it's managing calories, maximizing protein, or avoiding meat, crush your goals this May with Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 and use code MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code MinaAF50 at factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. But this is the first summer that my husband will actually not be in his corporate job, so have a very flexible schedule. And this is something that I wish I would have done, you know, when they were younger. Maybe it wouldn't have worked when they were younger or even with Steve and I, but we didn't have the flexibility as this summer. We, uh, I really want to take them. My dad has a small like lake log cabin and we're going to go there for a couple weeks at a time like and stay as a family and hopefully uh hey dad um if you're listening to this before I talk to you about it that's my plan Megan's laughing cuz I literally haven't spoken to him about this and I think this episode's going to air next week um we want to stay there for a few weeks at a time and renovate it like as a family although the kids are young I just you know doing those kind of things like spending more time making a life versus making a living, which is super dang cheesy. But you said the question was cheesy. So, you know, I'm rolling with it. Yeah. I think just having a better balance overall. I've always just worked, worked, worked because the goal was money because money to me is freedom. It's safety. But then, okay, I have the freedom. I have the safety. It would not, now what? Um, so just trying to balance that a little bit more, I think, um, would be a big, a big goal if I could kind of rewind. I am really happy with the age I waited to to have children, so I wouldn't change that. But yeah, thank you, Amber. Um, All right, next up we have Melissa B. Hi, this is Melissa. I'm originally from Indiana. My husband's from Indianapolis, and I've been watching your show from the very beginning. And I found it very comforting because as a woman in any sector, I feel like you constantly have to be a fighter. And I feel like you represent that. But it can also be really exhausting to feel like you're fighting for your life at work and to get ahead and to be treated fairly. And I just wondered, how do you handle all of that? How do you be the soft person that you can be, but also fight for what is right for yourself at work and in other spheres? And thank you for representing powerful women from Indiana. Oh, Melissa, it is so dang tough. It really, really is. And until the show started and there was this platform where people like asked me questions like that, I hadn't really paid attention to be honest. It was just – but my bubble was so small. It was – 
you know, my, my dogs, my mom, the couple, like couple contractors that I'd worked with forever that knew what my mom and I were capable of. And so we didn't get any of that shenanigans from them. Um, but the question is interesting. Like, how do you, even the question is almost annoying. Like, how do you be direct and get what you need done while you're still soft? Like, fuck being soft, right? Like, no one asks my husband, how do you get your work done but still maintain uh, your gentle tone? Like, no one does that. And the thing is, it's not going to go away anytime soon. It's just, it is a situation. And oftentimes, I will just say out loud to my contractors, I'm like, look, I was nice, and I was nice, and I was nice, and then I was nice again, and then I was a bitch, and now you think I'm a bitch. So how can we avoid those first six steps getting to escalating? Do I need to escalate quickly, earlier? Do I need the first time I ask it to be a bitch? Because I don't want to do that. I just want to be able to ask for things to get done, and you expect that I know the standard that they should be done in and do that. And if you have questions, ask that. And it is just tough. But I think what I really learned, as I mentioned earlier, you know, when I did my consulting with Roberta, that was right before and into the start of filming Risky Business and doing that project that was supposed to be four months that took 18 months, which I experienced the most insane treatment from dudes that I really have like to date. Um, I do have one story I'm going to tell you that's old that was the first time I experienced uh a man just being a complete idiot. Um, But going through the process of really reflecting on like my communication style, my my knowledge base, like getting more confidence in myself, I think helped me be less reactive in in a lot of of different arenas with my kids, with these stupid dudes on site, um, with my internal team. And you can't control anyone else, which – is really hard because I'm a control freak and I want to be able to control other people. But also, knowing you can't control anyone else, all you can do is change yourself, which is also super annoying because, of course, like, why do I need to be changed? I'm great. So you're trying to do these two, like, really hard things at the same time, except that you can't change them while changing yourself, even if you maybe aren't the one that needs to be changing in that exact moment. Not to say I don't have plenty of growth to do. I do. Um, But What I really try to do is be super clear and direct from the beginning in a kind way and do so in a clear and a clear way that can be reflected upon. So if an opportunity presents itself where we had a conversation and then I reiterated it in an email about my expectations and this, that, and the other, and then you just blatantly didn't do it, then I have this very clear thing where I can say, I told you to do this. Whereas I think a lot of times it's, that didn't happen. You didn't say that. You're an irrational woman. You're being crazy. You forget everything. You don't remember. And that makes it, that's a hard argument. Like, oh, I didn't write it down. I don't know. Am I being crazy? Did I make this up? So if you can put yourself in a position where you're, I don't want to say never questioning yourself, but where you have very little doubt uh, in yourself, then I think it makes so many things so much easier. You know, even interacting with your kids, with your significant other, with your coworkers. Like, I know who I am. I know what I've done. I know what I've said. I know what I've asked. And I've been reasonable and I've been respectful. So y'all can do whatever crazy shit you want to do. But it is, it's still, all that being said, it's still incredibly hard. For me personally, I 
on a weekly basis have conversations where it's so frustrating. Things are so frustrating because um, this is actually a good example of something I'm dealing with right now. I was at an airport um, flying back to Indy. So, you know, the other people on the flight were going to Indy and a contractor came up. He was like, I've seen your show. I work in Indy. I'd love to do work for you. And like gave me his business card. And I literally laughed out loud at him. And I said, you're going to regret that, but thank you. And reached out, got a bid from him, like super detailed bid, set our expectations, walked the job site that he was kind of taking over. The job site was trashed. His job sites are pristine. This is never an issue. He meets deadlines. And I we lay everything out there to all our contractors. Our deadlines are crazy. Things are going to get messed up. Things are going to come in broken. You're going to have to figure it out. Everything that could possibly go wrong is discussed. Our expectations are discussed. And then we're the assholes because things went as we said they would go. And contractors are frustrated and they're like, this is why people don't want to work with you. And I can't change that because it's all these dudes in this industry that are not used to working with women who mean what they say, say what they want, and then actually follow through and expecting it. So then they all get together and like to him and haw about these like crazy women in the trade who make everything so difficult. And there's nothing I can do about that other than keep doing what I do and maintaining my expectations and finding people who can align with them. We have a newer sub right now. He's amazing. I think part of it is because he's a little bit younger. So he doesn't quite have those generational misogynistic things that are um, kind of coming into play as much. Um, also, I've noticed that the men we interact with that have very strong women in their lives, like a mom or a grandma, or you know, the wife is the one kind of wearing the pants, also seem to have a lot more respect for us. But you're not always going to get that, um, particularly if you're not in a field where you necessarily get to choose who you work with, like I do to an extent. Um, but Again, I could ramble. I want to go back to this story. This was pre-show and it was when mom and I were trying to figure out how to grow the company and we're like, you know, really our bottleneck is finances. And um, there was another builder who our, pretty much our GC worked with and we had talked loosely about, okay, let's partner with him. Let's use his finances and we will do like the design build management process and kind of team up. And so we had a meeting with him at this little restaurant in Fountain Square. And I think it is important to note that he definitely leaned into that stereotype of like the machismo, um, you know, male dominant women are staying at home with the kids. They're not working because they don't know shit about shit. That's kind of where we were jumping off from. And um, so we have this meeting. We're talking about things. And he literally says, you know, sell me. Tell me why I should work with you guys. And I quote, tickle me. He said, tickle me. I don't even know what that means. And mom and I are like, okay, uh, okay well, this is what we feel like we bring to the table. Um, you know, you've got the finances. We can run a lot more projects. We have the design experience. And he says, well, you guys have a bad reputation. And I understand why you do. Because all of your hormones and your periods, like it's really hard to control your emotions. And mom and I are like looking around like Ashton Kutcher is going to jump out of a corner any second here. We got to be getting punked. Like this is wild. And every piece of me wants to be like, what the actual F are you saying, bro? But this is the problem. Then 
you're the crazy hormonal irrational woman that they're saying you're known to be, even though they're the ones being the psycho asshole. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have different stressors, some big, some small, that we carry around and that really weigh us down. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to have a negative effect on us. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever it is that's weighing you down. For me, therapy has been so helpful, really learning those positive coping skills and to be the best version of myself. I know myself better and how to set the right boundaries that really work for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AF. And again, we're just like, this is absolutely crazy. You have talked to us about our menstrual cycles in a business conversation. And uh, luckily, like internally, mom and I were mentally on the same page. Like, we want to freak the fuck out, but we can't freak the fuck out or playing into this card. So we wrapped up the meeting. We even paid for lunch. Uh, he hugged us. Uh, and departed. And we both looked at each other like, I don't even know what conversation to have to follow up on that because I don't know what just happened to us. I, we got like slapped in the face by someone's big old dilly and uh, told we have tricky periods. Um, and so, you know, needless to say, we did not follow up on that meeting or that relationship but that was the first time where I was like, oh my God, like this is really, really a thing. And it's not just in construction, it's in so many fields. Um, and you know what's funny? So even internally, we've got some people that have worked around me that <laughs> this frustrates me because I don't know the answer, you guys, that have called into work because of, you know, a tough menstrual cycle or had to leave work early because they didn't bring enough tampons or whatever it is. And whether that's fact or that's a good excuse because men are uncomfortable with the excuse, like we're using it. And I now even just saying that, like I use my good looks to get what I want from people because if they're going to make me have all the bad shit that comes along with it, I might as well use what I can so if I'm at the, you know, the hardware store and like I can get something, but I really don't want to carry it. Or if I'm around a group of contractor dudes and like, I know how to do that, but I'm going to pretend like I don't because then they'll save me. I do that shit. So what's the answer there, Megan? Do we, do we do, do we use our womenly wilds and take advantage of it and then not expect to be treated differently because we're women or God, that's tough. Well, it's like when when I used to work in a furniture shop and somebody would ask for a big, strong man to carry the furniture, I'd be like, oh, I can do it. And then I'd be like, why have I why have I just like volunteered? They could have had a bloke do it. And I've just volunteered myself to prove a point. Yeah. Why? <laughs> now I have to carry this heavy I mean, shit. all the time. Like MJ's my designer and MJ, got to give you kudos. You have gotten much stronger over the years, but MJ knows. He's like, we got to go get Mina. She's hawk fit. Like I'm, I'm stronger than a lot of dudes. 
So I'm just mentally torn in half now. Uh, Melissa, I'm probably not helping the question, but hopefully it makes it feel easier that everyone is probably dealing with it. And probably what I will do is keep doing what I have been. And in situations where I'm with dudes, see, okay, let's think this through, Megan. I think it only works when you're with dudes who have that typical male-female role thing. Because if I'm with a dude that knows what I'm capable of, he'll be like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. You know how to do that. Like Tad and Corey, if we're doing something and I'm like, guys, can you help? I don't know how to do X, Y, Z. They're like, uh-uh, you are not Huck Finning me into that. I know you know how to do it. Do it yourself. But if I'm with dudes who are like, oh, she's a little girl. She doesn't know how. Then I can take advantage of that and use it. So I think we just kind of make it work for us when we need to with the people we need to. That's what I'm going to do at least. I don't know if that helps or hurts the situation, but but that's it. All right. Well, that was fun. But I want to make sure like you guys get involved if you have something to say literally on anything we've already covered or anything you want me to cover. I'm always digging for cool, interesting people who know things about things that I don't know about because I like being able to ask the question from this like, I'm a dummy. I'm going to ask some dumb questions, ask the ones that people are probably embarrassed to ask. Like, I'll do that for you guys. I don't care. So drop your questions in. Let me know what you want to know. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description and you can leave a voice memo. And thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a fun episode and I'll see you next Tuesday. 